You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business, once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-hosts, Nate Christian and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, good evening. How are we? Doing pretty good. Right, Chef? Not, not much better. You know, I'm looking at a picture of Nate playing a guitar as his Google logo picture, mm. and it looks like a beauty. So Nate, Nate playing the guitar is is a one-of-a-kind kind of thing. You, yeah, I think that picture of me, it's um, I'm down by the river. You got my hat on backwards. I had some flow back then, had that long nice. hair. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's a nice picture. Thank you. If you go to Patreon, we might put it in the Discord. Also in Patreon, if you want to join the Trivia League, now is your time to sign up. Mm-hmm. Last offer right here. Hit me up in the DMs. If you're a Patreon or you want to become a Patreon and be in the Trivia League, now is the time because I'm about to start that John up. What are you kidding me? Beautiful. All right. So come on over and hang out in the Patreon Trivia League. It'll be a good time. Maybe you'll see me there. You most likely won't. But I can tell you one thing that we will be talking about, and that is we're bringing back the Versus series. Who do you draft first? And tonight we're talking about two amazing running back prospects from this class, UCLA's Zach Charbonnet and Auburn's Tank Bigsby. A couple things going on here. One, people thought that Zach Charbonnet should have declared last year. And two, people thought that Tank Bigsby should have, I'm sorry, not declared, but transferred after last season to a better offense. But they both stuck it out with their respective teams. So where are we drafting them? Who do we like better? I'm not going to lie. Doing this exercise for me was a really good exercise because Mm -hmm. I thought I liked one player better. And then I looked at my scouting sheets and I looked at how I had everything graded out and I ended up liking the other guy better. So we're going to get to it. I don't want to give you any spoilers, but let's go. Let's look at it here. So dynasty drafts always full of tough decisions, but you're smart. You came here. We're going to help you out with that. These two running backs are very similar in size, frame and production. As of right now, we're going to find out who we should be drafting first. And most importantly, why so let's get into it we're going to start with athleticism athleticism looking at things like high-end speed burst acceleration agility elusiveness who are we giving the edge to nate i know you don't like starting first so we're going to start with you and who are you giving the edge to here yeah i'm going to give the edge here to tank bigsby i know the 40 yard dash says otherwise uh zach Strabinet. He did run a 4.53 versus Tank Bigsby's 4.56. But I think Tank Bigsby has a lot more long speed than Zach Charbonnet. When you watch the films, Tank's able to finish off those long runs. While Zach Charbonnet, he has great burst for as big as he is. He doesn't have that long speed to be able to finish those runs the way that Tank Bigsby does. So I think their athleticism is actually pretty similar. But the edge goes to Bigsby with that long speed. Yeah, I'm in the same boat too. I, I just he just looks faster on film than mm-hmm. maybe what he showed at the combine. And you know, Zach Charbonnet, he does have the bursts, uh, but you know, Tank's got that long speed. He just seems like he's more agile a little bit too on his cuts and breaks. They just seem a little faster at this point. 
So I, I went with Tank as well. I think he just shows more athletic ability. Even though I think Charbonnet is athletic, I think I just mm-hmm. see more speed out of Tank at this point. Yep. Looks like I'll be the one to zig one other zag. So I had these guys dead even at top end speed. I actually thought that Charbonnet's burst, initial burst, was a little bit better than Tank's. And for agility and elusiveness, I did have uh, Tank over um, Charbonnet a little bit. But Charbonnet's burst was higher. So, you know, this one, it was close. It was very close. I'm not saying that it was miles away, but I do have Zach Charbonnet leading in this category. So looks like I'm the lone wolf here. One man wolf pack. I am okay with that. So I will say his elusiveness, I think, comes from his power in my for Zach Charbonnet. I think a lot of it does, which is great. But yeah, yeah, definitely that has a unique running style. And and you know, he's a guy too, where the transfer portal really helped him out. Going from Michigan to UCLA, the the differences are astonishing. So Mm -hmm. um two for tank, one for Charbonnet. Let's go into running skills. And when we talk running skills, we're talking things like vision, patience, and ball security. Nate, we started with you before. We're going to keep it rolling that way. How you doing? What yeah, are you thinking? I'm going to give the edge here to Zach Charbonnet. I think he's a better runner um, just from a pure running standpoint. You know, he's very north and south with his cuts. He gets up the field very well. Um, he gets skinny despite being, you know, 220 pounds. And while he's a little bit better on the inside than the outside, he does pretty well uh, both ways. And I think he's a pretty patient runner. Uh, mm-hmm. Tank certainly doesn't do too bad himself. He looks comfortable inside and out, and he's rather patient as well. But I think Zach just Zach Charbonnet just does a lot better. Plus, his ball security is better. He had zero fumbles lost in his college career, while uh, Tank Bigsby did have two that he lost in his college career, uh, six fumbles total. So. Uh, it's a close one here as well, but I do give the edge to Zach Charbonnet. I think they're similar running ability, but ball security goes Zach's way just a little bit. Yeah. Now you're going to have people say, well, Tank played in the SEC and Charbonnet only played in the Pac-12. <laughs> Come on. That's yeah. my favorite when people That's bring up the SEC. Because, it's so beautiful. Because, you know, Zach Charbonnet had more production than mm-hmm. Tank Bigsby. True. But like you said, he played in the Pac-12, which the Pac-12, hey, Pac-12 this year and in 2023, going to be some really good football. Yep. They played some really good football on the West Coast this year. They did, yeah. this, this season coming up, Oof. Bo Nix came back, Michael Penix Jr. came back. That Pac-12 conference is going to look really good for one more season, and then uh, I don't know what's happening after that, man. <laughs> I did see that they asked that. Utah and Colorado if they wanted to – I think right, which Utah's would be interesting. Who is uh, Utah? Oh, Big Ten, you mean? No, I SEC. The uh, Utah's already in the Pac 12, yeah, in the Pac 12, as well as Colorado. They're both both in the Pac 12. Well, then what the hell did I see? Um, OU and Texas, I think, are going to the SEC, I believe. which if I could say, I don't like these whole super conference things, it, I just feel like it. If it takes away OU versus OSU, like that's what the state strives for. They love that day where the two teams play against each other. And, you know, if they don't have that, that's been a big thing since I was just a little boy. I yeah. mean, you knew what Bedlam was when you came out the womb if you're from Oklahoma. And if they don't have that, that is going to be a kick in the nuts. You know what, Chef? That's actually a great point because for a long time, Pitt and Penn State were very, very fierce rivals. Mm-hmm. And when Penn State went to the Big Ten, that rivalry went away. And they tried to bring it back, but it had been so long since they played each other that honestly it was 
just another game. It really didn't mean much to, I think, fans on either side, even the old school fans that go back ways. So I don't really like these big power conferences. And I get it. It's about the money. I really do. I understand it. But, you know, then let's just let's redraw the map. You know what I mean? We don't need conferences with 16 schools in it. And then other conferences folding because they don't have enough schools. So. Um, but okay, Chef, did you? Did you, I'm sorry. Now we're all off track. Yeah, we went, we went way <laughs> off track there. Did you touch on Charbonnet and his running ability? I didn't, but just okay. to go off what Nate said, I love the patience that he runs with. He seems to let his blocks get ready and set up, and I really do love that about him. I think Tank sometimes can get a little impatient and just take off because I mean he does have some speed to him, and he kind of runs into his alignment a little bit too premature. But that's just a small nick to Tank. I mean, there's nothing. It's not something that I'm really worried about in the NFL. Uh, I just really do love the patience and vision that Charbonnet brings. And like Nate said, he can get skinny, and he finds the end zone that way too. I mean, just some holes, you're like, how the heck did he fit into those to score? And he just finds ways. He just stays low, and he gets in there, man. So for me, this is another win for Zach Charbonnet. This one actually wasn't as close. It was a full point ahead. So, yeah, looking at the vision, I did see Tank. By, by the way, his real name is Cartavius. In case anyone's wondering, I did look. And he typically the vision is good at the line with Tank, but sometimes he just runs into the line, and I think sometimes he's a little bit indecisive. Zach Charbonnet does not display those traits as often, okay? And the ball security is superior, not by much, but it's still superior. So that's why he got the edge there. So two for two on Zach Charbonnet for me, but look at that, all three of us on the running skills for sharps mm-hmm. let's talk about receiving ability so yes catching the ball is part of it but hands route running and pass protection it's important when you're running back in the nfl who are we giving the edge to nate we're gonna start with you again yeah i'm gonna give the edge here to tank bigsby i think i have them pretty closely rated here um i actually had the same grade for both these guys with their hands you know they both mm-hmm. are safe guys to throw to i think uh, neither one is necessarily a natural receiver as in like, they look like a wide receiver out there, but both of them check the box. They do it, uh, to a, a fine level. I would say even above average, um, mm-hmm. but not too far above average. I do give the edge here to tank though, because I think tank is more of a route runner than Zach Charbonnet, Zach Charbonnet. He's going to do any receiving work damage on screens, on checkdowns, flats, things like that. He's not going to go out there and really run routes. Mm-hmm. Tank Bigsby, while he's not going to be the Jameer Gibbs out there, uh, I did get to see Tank Bigsby run, run routes lined up outside in the slot at times for Auburn. He has a bit more variety with his versatility. And with that, when the receiving game, I'm going to give him the edge uh, while not saying Zach Charbonnet is not a great receiver. I think, Tank just is at a slightly better level. Yeah, I, I agree. I think route running wise, I think Tank's better. I think hands wise, they both have soft hands. I mean, they seem like guys that can, I mean, I think they both had over 30 catches this last season. So, I mean, they're guys that can be productive in the passing game. For me, it was the pass blocking. I think Tank sometimes can be a catcher rather than a guy that puts the hit on somebody. Not saying you really just want to bulldoze somebody, but. I think Charbonnet can stand his ground a little bit better. And mm-hmm. that's kind of just where I, where the line was just drawn for me at that point. Yeah. Um, so for me with receiving, they both have good hands. I think they're both above average receivers, slightly above average. Like Nate said, I don't really, I didn't see them really stone hand anything. I thought that tanks route running was a little bit better. 
Um, but the Pass Pro was much better for uh, for Charbonnet than it was for Tank. I felt Tank, for how physically he is, he left some to be desired in a pass protection game. And I don't know. I think that could be coached out. I'm not concerned about that at the next level. But um, this was another category that was actually pretty close. So these two guys, you know, shout out to Bob. Let's let's give Bob a shout out. For picking one that's that's the, that's the bobcat noise. Um, I love it. For picking one that's tough, and I love this yeah. because you know he's just showing you like, hey, look, you have tough decisions to make in your rookie draft. We have tough decisions to make as analysts too. Who do we like better? But again, my edge here slightly goes to Zach Charbonnet. Pass blocking sucks, by the way. Like just having somebody run at you full speed to get hit, that is not fun. I think that's yeah. you know the extra fifteen pounds that Charbonnet has or whatever it is. That's where it comes into play mm-hmm. right there. You're able to dig it a little deeper because getting hit by somebody going full speed, no thanks. I'm glad those days are over. I remember when I was uh, when I was playing football, or you know, when you play like pee wee football, your your teams are always short. Like you yeah. never have enough players. So like our starting running back got hurt, <laughs> but we had extra linemen. I was playing like guard or something like that. And keep in mind, this is like when everyone's the same size as each mm-hmm. other, so you could play wherever. They're like Mike, play running back, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" I'm like, "No, we're gonna pass the ball." You just had to pass block, and I'm like, "All right, I just took his legs out." <laughs> like he came in, I just, I just dove at his legs. They're like, "You can't do that." I was like, <laughs> "I did it." Like, you know, this was the one circumstance where the kid was a freaking monster. You know what I mean? Like he's somehow six foot tall with a five. <laughs> I would pay about anything to just see that play one time. Right. I just, that just sounds great. You know, my dad probably has it in one of those little mini cassettes that you put inside the big VHS tape. Do you remember okay. those? Yeah. yeah. Probably has those somewhere. I don't like when my parents got divorced. There's a lot of stuff that I have no clue where it went. So one of them probably has it. I'll see if Try I can to get it. it see if we can get it in Ohio. I'll there see what go. I can do for you. Um, let's move on to playmaking. So playmaking, we don't just think about, you know, tearing off a big one, but physicality power contact balance and of course yards after catch or contact who do we give the edge to nate what do we yeah, think i'm giving the edge to charbonnet here and it's not because i don't believe in tank bigsby's ability to create create yards for himself because i actually have tank pretty highly rated here you know i think he's a very strong runner creates a lot of yards for himself after contact you know he wins a lot of those one-on-one battles he runs with a variety of pad levels you know, he's able to get those extra yards, keep his feet moving. And man, Tank Bigsby looks like a truck at times going into the second level and running through traffic. He's great, but Zach Charbonnet, elite, I think, at playmaking. And you you kind of watch his film, and it might not jump off right away to you that he's an elite playmaker because he doesn't have 4'3 speed. He is, you know, 220 pounds. He's a bigger guy. But he doesn't run like a bigger guy. He's not clunky at all. He is so smooth laterally. And when you combine that with his vision in traffic, he just, his combination of power and lateral ability, you don't see it very often. But with Zach Charbonnet, you do. He's a violent runner and he is willing to initiate contact, fight through that contact, and to continue to create yards. He is a guy that's very hard to bring down when he's on the move. And he creates just so many chunk plays. At UCLA, and you watch his film, you see so many chunk plays, 10, 15 yards consistently, consistently. And I think Zach Charbonnet just has the edge here because he's able to win consistently so many times. Tank Bigsby might be able to have those big runs that he's able to finish that Zach Charbonnet couldn't. But 
Charbonnet just does it so consistently. I think that is more valuable at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the power for me and the contact balance is just incredible yeah. with Zach Charbonnet. I think that's just where it comes for me, the physicality too. Just, I mean, he's just a big bruising back that, you know, he, he's got some – He's got some swiftness to him too. He's just not a guy that is just a bigger back. He, I mean, he can make you miss and he can yeah. push you off him pretty easily. So that's probably the the main reason why I went with Zach on this one, just because his contact balance is really good. And he just shows a little bit more power and physicality for me uh, when he's playing. So this is one where I'm actually going to be the odd man out. I like being the odd man out. I went with Tank on this one. And again, this was another one where the categories were very close. But let me tell you what the deciding factor here was. I thought that they were both pretty equally physically powerful, guys. I mean, they both have the frames. They can carry a full workload. I know we keep saying that bell cows are a thing of the past, but this class actually has a couple bell cows in it. I think it has three solid three-down backs in these two guys and Bijan Robinson. And Jameer Gibbs is kind of like on the border and Sean Tucker is a eh, depending on where he goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the contact balance is where tank really got the edge. I just thought with the way his legs are always pumping, his ability to take shots just a little bit better than Zach Charbonnet. And I thought he was a little bit better on longer runs, a little more fluid on his long runs than Zach Charbonnet was. So mm-hmm. slight edge yep. there in playmaking for me. And again, it was close. It was like uh 7.67 for Tank and 7 flat for Charbonnet. So these guys, again, they're close. Before yep. we move on to the last category, um, Dan would actually like to say a word real quick, if you guys don't mind. Of course. Let's go, Dan. Rewinders, welcome to the offseason. It's your boy Dan here at the B-League says, telling you to be at underdog.com right now for your 2023 best ball drafts. 2023 rookies have already been added. I'm here to help you along the way. I'm going to give you a promo code rewind all caps for 100% matching deposit up to $100. Come and join me in some drafts and let's have some fun this offseason. Dan is one of the best people. I mean, that best ball chat is always bumping. I mean, Dan's doing great, doing good work. If you want to be good at best ball, you need to join the Patreon and just follow that chat consistently because Dan is updating things a lot of times out of the week. And I mean, he's. He's doing a great job. Dan, if you're listening, I appreciate you, man. You're doing good stuff and you're helping me out. Dan is the man. And it's, he's the, the funny thing is, as soon as we heard his voice, all three of us just smiled because <laughs> we all know how awesome Dan so is. Pretty. Trying to get him to the expo. But in all fairness, Dan's like, Mike, if I get a weekend away from my family, I'm not going to Ohio. And I'm like, <laughs> there's crocodiles you could wrestle there too, I'm sure. Mike, so, that was a really good Australian accent, man. I love that. Thank you. So let's go to the last category, statistics. So again, you know, not just numbers, but size, injury, history, and obviously analytics. Who do we give the edge to? Nate, kick it off for us again. Yeah, if you don't mind, I can kind of take this for all of us because, spoiler alert, we all went with Zach Strapernay here. And I think it's pretty obvious. You know, not saying that Tank Bixby did a bad job in college with his production. Incredible freshman year. Freshman year in the SEC, starting for Auburn, 834 yards, five touchdowns. Love to see that. He improved his sophomore season with over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. Unfortunately, kind of plateaued. It didn't quite reach the 1,000-yard mark his junior year, 970 yards, mm-hmm. 10 touchdowns. But still, 5.4 yards per carry, pretty good. So not saying the Tank Bigsby did bad in college at all, but Zach Charbonnet really put together some great stats. Also had an incredible uh, freshman season at Michigan. 
726 yards and 11 touchdowns in the Big Ten as a true freshman. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I believe he set um, – he might have set the Big Ten freshman touchdown record. If not, he definitely set Michigan's with those 11 touchdowns on the ground. Second mm-hmm. year, got into Jim Harbaugh's doghouse and didn't really get much play time. Sophomore season only amassed – 124 yards on the ground and one touchdown. That's going to be looked back as what the hell was Jim Harbaugh Harbaugh doing? Because Harbaugh, boo Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, in that instance, it should be because look what he did in the next two years with Chip Kelly, the head coach of the UCLA Bruins. In the two years that he was at UCLA, 1,137 yards in 2021 with 13 touchdowns. Improved upon that in 2022 with 1,300 yards and 14 touchdowns at seven yards per carry. I know it's in the Pac-12. It's not the SEC, but very impressive. Two years in a row to go over 1,000 yards and continue to improve. And that doesn't even take into account the fact that he caught 37 passes last year. He was really – and this is – all these stats, those are impressive stats. He missed the last three games of the season. Yeah. Could have been better. All right. I mean, the, yeah, you said it for me, Chev. I'm sure, yeah, well, we all have Charbonnet for the statistical category as well. It's kind of a no-brainer. So overall, who are we taking here? Chev and I agree. Nate does not. So, Nate, obviously, you kick it off first. I'll kick it off first. You know, I will say this is very close. Props to Bob for putting these two guys against each other. Um, my final grades between these two guys, I am .03 away. I essentially have these guys ranked the same, but I do lean Tank Bigsby. And I lean Tank Bigsby because I think that the athleticism that he brings, he's so close to Zach Charbonnet in the other categories that I think with the athleticism, you know, we know athleticism is so important in the NFL. And uh, I don't think Zach Charbonnet has any issues with his his athleticism, but the ability Mm -hmm. to to finish off those long runs, it it, it kind of, whether – Rightfully or wrongfully, it takes you into the next tier of NFL mm-hmm. running backs. And it takes you into the next tier media-wise. It takes you statistically-wise. And that translates to on-the-field opportunities. It translates to teams willing to invest in you uh, with contracts and things like that. And I think just upside-wise and long-term viability, I think that Tank Bigsby offers a little bit more. But this is really such a close call for me that it might even come down to landing spot. I am just so excited about both these guys. I think both these guys – uh, would have pushed for the RB2 in last year's class uh, very, very easily behind Brees yeah. Hall. Um, they would have pushed with Kenneth Walker. So I think that with that in mind, we're talking about our RB3, RB4 in this class. This is a really good class, and there's a lot of talent after these guys. I think you can't really go wrong with either one of these guys. Chev? Yeah, okay. and uh, for me, you know, Sharps doesn't have like that long speed, the one that can just get you those long touchdowns. But I think he has a big enough body that, you know, he gets into the red zone. He could do some damage there and be a guy that, you know, gets them shorter touchdowns. I mean, you saw Jamal Williams this year get 17. And I mean, I'm not saying Sharp is going to do that, but, you know, that's kind of where you get your bread and butter sometimes. It's not always the long runs, but yeah, I mean, Nate hit it right on the head. These two guys are incredible athletes, incredible running backs. And, Whoever drafts these guys are going to be pretty happy this upcoming year. I mean, for Tank Bigsby, I think I saw him go in the second round the other day. And, you know, getting a running back that can do about everything in the second round, that's some heck of a value there to be putting on your fantasy team. I went Charbonnet overall. Obviously, I had him in all but one category. But I'm happy with whoever lands on my fantasy team. You know, neither of them is a consolation prize. I have them as .28. 
is my separation. So not quite as close as Nate, but I mean, close. It's like one Real number close. off almost. Pretty yeah. close. I mean, I that's mean, the same round. I mean, I, yeah, right. I, I have both these guys as high end uh, second round picks in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So either way, I'm going to be really happy. Charbonnet, just the slight edge. I just think Charbonnet is more consistent. He's just going to more consistently produce tanks a little bit more boomer bust for me. Both still fantastic prospects. Really wish tank would have transferred. Really wish Charbonnet would have declared last year. Would have been interesting. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up. So Chev and I, we're on the right side of history. We're team Charbonnet. Nate's over there chilling with Tank, but that's cool too. And you know what we're going to do? You can go ahead. You can chill out with our sponsors. You heard from Dan on Underdog. Don't forget to check out SeatGeek. Again, hey, patreon.com forward slash Dinosaur Rewind. Come hang out in the DMs with me. I actually answer them. And don't forget, a five-star review would be super helpful. Getting us seen, getting our voices heard more for us which means more for you so until next time everybody for chef and nate i'm your host michael bauer be kind please rewind thanks for listening